It's the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, hot deals, lukewarm leftovers, and today, Jackrabbit basketball on the road. We're inside N Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia, site of the first ever Hostelo Hoops Community Classic, and SDSU is looking for win number three in non-conference play, taking on the brown and clad, brown and gold clad Valparaiso Beacons. Tip-off is presented by Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Pioneer is proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. From your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Albahi courtside as the Jackrabbits in their road blues with yellow trim take the floor against the home team on the scoreboard, the Valpo Beacons in white uniforms with brown and gold trim down the sides. Matt Denliger and Ben Cricky will tip it off at midcourt, and we are underway in the Hostelo Community Classic Game 2 of five on this court this afternoon. The Beacons control. Cricky on the right wing, dumps it down in the corner. Out top, Max Nelson making his first start of the season. Now Quinton Green out on top, guarded by Zeke Mayo. Here's a dribble drive into the lane by Reedinger, cut off by Arians. Kicks it back out top, Max Nelson, a straight on three off the iron, no good, tracked down in the corner by Dentlinger. Gives it off to Charlie Easley. He brings it up the right side of the floor. Swing left, Dentlinger, now Arians working against that man-to-man -man defense. Marshall and or Kyle Walker. Backdoor cut by Mayo. Pass was stolen by Ben Cricky as he dropped down in the passing lanes. Comes away with a steal. First turnover of the afternoon by the Jacks. Kobe King drives into the lane, hesitates, kicks out to the corner. Back out top, good ball movement by the Beacons. They go left side, Nelson. Back out top, Cricky. Now Green rejects the ball screen. In the corner, Reedinger, left wing. Cricky back on top. They swing right side as the shot clock hits six. William Kyle the third with a hand up. Great defense, but Quinton Green knocks down the three over him for the first points of the afternoon. Three-nothing. Valpo leading the Jackrabbits as Charlie Easley swings it right side. Arians looking down low. He's got Dentlinger on the right baseline. Gets double teamed. Dribbles out of it. Drives into the lane, spins back to his right, gets cut off, goes up with a shot, partially blocked. And as he goes after the loose ball, Dentlinger fouls Quentin Green for the first foul of the afternoon. Jackrabbit coaching staff encouraging their players. Head coach Eric Henderson, along with associate head coach Rob Klinkofus in his 17th season. Brian Peterson, fourth year as his assistant coach. Kyle Marshall in year two. Also an assistant coach. 3-0. Valpo with the lead and the basketball. Green comes off a ball screen. Drives down the right side of the lane. Challenged by Dentlinger. Missed the shot. But there for the putback is Ben Cricky. And the Beacons are off to a 5-0 lead over the Jackrabbits. Coming up on 18 minutes to play first half. Mayo dumps down to William Kyle the third. Gets double teamed. Long cross-court pass. Three on the way from Charlie Easley. is just a tad strong off the iron. Rebound to the Beacons, and here comes Valpo, Reedinger on the right side. Right wing, Cricky, the left-hander fakes a three, then dribble drive, dribbles out to the top of the key. Now they go left side, Quentin Green, off the ball screen. Left wing, Kobe King, drives baseline, hesitates, takes Charlie easily to the glass, can't finish, but gets his own rebound and puts it back up and in. And Valpo off to a fast start with a 7-0 lead, two and a half minutes in. Jackrabbit still looking for a good shot and their first points of the game. Zeke Mayo launches a long three from the left side. Not there. Offensive rebound for Dentlinger. Gives it out to Arians. Fade away from the right side. That's off the mark. And the Jackrabbits 
cold to start this first half are 0 of 4 from the field, and Valpo has hit three of their first six. 7-0, Valparaiso with the lead and the basketball. They move right to left as we sit here cross-court from the team benches. Green gives it to Nelson. Now they go right side. It's Reniger. Looks down low for Cricky. Not there. King out top with Charlie easily guarding him. Gives it back to Reniger. Two-man game. Cricky on the top looking to swing left side, trying to find somebody. Gives it up now to Kobe King. Shot clock at five as Cricky gets it back. Pull-up baseline jumper over Dentlinger. No good. Me out and Zeke Mayo with the rebound. And the Jackrabbits looks to get up in transition. Arians in front of the Valpo bench brings it back out top. Mayo, top of the key, drives to the free throw line. Hesitates, spins, gives it up to Easley. They try to get it to Dentlinger inside. Nothing there. Matt comes out and sets a pick. Mayo gives it to him. Now it's Alex Arians all alone on the other side for a three ball in front of the Valparaiso bench. And the Jacks are on the board thanks to a three from Alex Arians. 7-3 Valparaiso with the early lead. Quentin Green had the dribble out top, lost it off of his foot, tracks it down in the backcourt. That will be an over-and-back violation. And a turnover on Valpo stops the clock, and that allows Luke Apple to check in for the first time today. He replaces the freshman William Kyle III. Apple, the only Jackrabbit player wearing black kicks today, along with that black or the blue uniform, yellow trim, number 13. Apple will inbounds the basketball right in front of the Valparaiso bench. Gentlinger right side now easily. Bounce pass to Apple. Quickly gets double teamed. Looks for the skip pass. Arians drives from the top. Looking for Dentlinger on the bounce pass down low. Dentlinger was looking for the lob pass up high. Second turnover of the afternoon committed by the Jackrabbits. And we have gone under 16 minutes of the first half, which means it's a media timeout. Valpo leading the Jackrabbits 7-3. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Welcome back to N Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia. Game two of the afternoon. Five games on tap here today as part of the Hostelo Community Classic. And the Jackrabbits trail Valpo by a score of 7-3. Al Bahi courtside with you in Savannah. First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card are the proud presenting sponsors of Jackrabbit Basketball. For all your financial needs, choose a company that is locally grown and nationally known, Premier, investing in you. And here's to the beer you can always count on, Bud Light, a proud partner of Jackrabbit Athletics, and Bud Light reminds you to enjoy responsibly. You hear the second horn, that means we're ready for play. 15.58 to go first half, Jackrabbits, a cool start to this first half, just 20% on one of five shooting from the floor, Valparaiso three of seven at 43%, and Valpo has the basketball. Connor Barrett makes his first appearance, coming into the lineup for Valpo out of that timeout. Double team in the corner on Cricky. He gets a long pass out to the top. And then Barrett from deep in the left corner, too strong off the three off the back iron. Arian tracks it down and brings it across the half-court line right in front of us. Drives to the paint, kicks left side easily. Now Mayo looking down low. Dentlinger gets double teamed, and they're doing that every time the ball gets into the low blocks. Mayo thought about the three out on the left wing. Fakes, drives, dishes. Luke Apple underneath, bangs his way against three white jerseys. Lost the ball on the way up. Has it stolen and taken away. And here comes Valpo on the run. Quentin Green, far right side. Drives baseline, gets cut off. Kicks it back out. The lefty, Cricky with a long three. Short off the iron, right into the hands of Charlie Easley. Left side, Mayo. 
Kicks it to the corner. Arians hit one from there a minute ago. Arians, two for two from behind the stripe, and all of a sudden, it's a one-point game, 7-6, as Alex Arians has hit both three-pointers for the Jackrabbits here in the early going. Tricky out top, guarded by Dentlinger. Gives it up to Reedinger. Now they go right side. This is Barrett. Barrett to Ibre Bayou. Played in his first game on Wednesday afternoon against Sanford. Had missed the first couple of games due to injury. Making his appearance in that timeout as well. Here's Bayou. Straight on three. Long off the backboard. Did not draw the rim. That's checked at Quentin Green with the miss. As the shot clock was expiring. No contact with the orange cylinder. So that's a shot clock violation. And the Jackrabbits have the basketball. 14-21 to play first half. And SDSU looking to take their first lead of the afternoon. Had a cold start. Alex Arians has got him going. Matthew Moore has checked into the lineup, as does Matt Mims. Mims had a bounce pass knocked away to Luke Apple down on the baseline. It'll stay with the Jackrabbits. 14-12 to play first half. 21 seconds on the shot clock for the Jacks. And Mims will play it in on the baseline. Gets it to Arians out top. Swings it left side. Zeke Mayo. Back on the right wing, now Arians works off a screen from Moores, drives baseline, gets cut off and double teamed, dumps it to Matt Moores as Moores was flashing down the lane and he took a shot as the pass was coming to him and we have our first foul of the game called against the Valparaiso Beacons. I believe they called it on Quentin Green, his first. As Moores took a pretty hard shot Went to the floor before he was able to catch the pass. Out of that 1-4 set, lob pass goes out top. Mims has it on the high dribble. Kicks it back out to Arians. Arians takes it left side. And as he starts his drive to the left wing, he is fouled. That goes on Connor Barrett. Second personal, second team foul. Shot clock resets to 20. We're just under 14 minutes to play first half. Jack Rabbit's trail 7-6. With possession of the basketball, have an opportunity to take their first lead of the afternoon. Apple double teamed down on the right baseline. Tries to split the defense. Nothing there. His pass out to Zeke Mayo on top. Was knocked out of bounds by Preston Reedinger. It'll stay with the Jackrabbits. Shot clock in single digits with nine seconds. Arians out top. Moore's left wing. Drives. Hands it off to Mims. Mims. Hustles down the lane, kicks it in the corner. Luke Apple steps back behind the three and knocks it down as the clock buzzer sounds for the shot clock. So the Jacks have hit three straight three-pointers and have taken the lead at 9-7. Reininger working on Mims, brings the ball into the forecourt. Hands it off to Cricky, gets it back. Now Cricky gets it again. King working off a high ball screen, spins in the lane, down the left side, short off the iron, and Zeke Mayo clears the rebound. After a quick start for Valpo, they've cooled off and the Jackrabbits are heating up. Apple thought about the three from the right wing, thought better of it. Now he's got it back again. Drives to the lane, kicks it out top. Mayo, right side, ball fake. Behind the back dribble at the free throw line. Now spins down the lane, right side shot off the backboard is no good. And Bayou comes away with the rebound. Skip pass right side, now Bayou gets it back over on the left wing. Down in the corner, Tricky, he'll bring it back out top and they swing the offense to the right side. Reedinger, right wing, Kobe King in front of the Jackrabbit bench. Shot clock at 12. Cross-court pass, Connor Barrett off a ball screen. Steps back, Tricky, straight on. Shot clock at 5, spins into the lane. The lefty with the floater up over Luke Apple is good. And we're tied at 9 
with 12.15 to play first half. Mayo takes the pass down in the right corner. Mims double team on Luke Apple. He tried to get a bounce pass to a cutting Matthew Moores. It's stolen by Kobe King. Valpo wants to get in transition to Jackson, get back on defense. Reading her out top will get an offensive set. Looking for a ball screen from Cricky. Gets it on the right side. Kicks it in the corner to Barrett. Gets it back. Now they swing left side. Kobe King behind the back dribble working on Matt Mims. Gets double teamed on the low block. Kicks it out top. An errant pass, but Reedinger was there to track it down. Pulls up and launches a three over Arians. Didn't draw anything. Shot clock does not reset. Tricky tracks it down, and the left-hander, just as the shot clock expires, puts it through to put the Beacons back on top by a deuce at 11-9. Mims off a ball screen from Apple. Cut off at the free throw line. Arians has hit two in a row from three-point strike. Not there this time. One and done. And here comes Valpo. Barrett quickly into the forecourt. Out top, Cricky. Now they go right side, King. Two-man game. In the corner is Reedinger. Bayou out top. Gives it up to Barrett. Back left side to King. Now on the baseline, a cutting Ben Cricky in the lane. Tried to get the left-handed floater up, and it did not go off the back iron. Mims clears it. Works on Reedinger. Crossover dribble down the lane. Contact. Had the ball on his hip. Knocked out of bounds. And I think the signal is going to be Valpo basketball, but we will take our media break, the under 12-minute time, with 10.51 to go on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. It's Valparaiso 11 and SDSU 9. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball. Back inside End Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia. Al Bahi filling in for Tyler Miriam this weekend. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving holiday yesterday. Ate too much. Watched a little too much football. And today you're enjoying some leftovers and whatever else, whatever else your day is bringing. Quick look at the stat sheet. Both teams shooting 33% here so far in the first half. The Jackrabbits 3 of 9 from the floor, including 3 of 6 from behind the stripe as all of their points have come from three-point land. Two courtesy of Alex Arians and the other one from Luke Apple. 5 of 15 for Valpo from behind the three-point stripe. They are 1 of 5. First Bank and Trust, because everyone should play hard and bank easy. That's First Bank and Trust, a member of FDIC. Valpo with the basketball, as they did say that that held ball went out of bounds off of Matt Mims before the break. And Darius Giavero makes his first appearance at the point guard for Valpo. Cricky bangs down low on the right baseline. Dentlinger comes in, cuts him off, gives it up to Kobe King. King spins on the right side. Bumps into Alex Arians a couple of times. Tries to get it to Cricky on the cut down the lane. Knocked away and stolen. Here come the Jackrabbits. They give it up to William Kyle III. He works his way into the lane. A soft right-hand floater drops in from about five feet away, and we are tied at 11. Coming up on 10-10 to play in the first half. Tied at 11. Valpo with the basketball. Cricky left side gives it up to Kobe King. Now he swings right side to Diavero. Hesitation dribble behind the back, lost the handle, picks it up, gives it to Maximus Nelson. Now Quinton Green out top, cut off nicely by William Kyle III, swings it left wing King. Baseline drive against Arian, spins one way, spins back baseline, deep into the shot clock, no good off the iron. Kyle III clears the rebound, Arians brings it up. Quick bounce pass into Matt Dentlinger, he lost his dribble, had to kick it back out top. Mims on the left side, gives it back to Dentlinger, immediately double-teamed, try to throw the skip pass, and Kobe King steps in the passing lane, 
for another steal. That is six turnovers here in the first half for the Jackrabbits. Cricky puts the shoulder down, muscles into Matt Dentlinger, and then pulls up with a soft left-handed baby hook. And the Beacons have the lead back at 13-11. 9-10 to go, first half. Jackrabbits with the basketball. Tanner Teslaw checks in for the first time. And as he drives into the lane, we have an illegal screen, an offensive foul, I believe going against Matt Dentlinger, which is his second personal foul as he picked one up early in a battle for a loose ball. So 9.06 to go first half. Jackrabbits have turned the ball over seven times this afternoon. Three turnovers so far for the Beacons. And Valpo has the basketball. Diavero, a ball, a pass first point guard, gives it up. Quentin Green out top right side, dumps it back to Cricky at the right elbow. Goes left side, Diavero. Three ball on the way from the corner from Maximus. Nelson is good. And Valpo's back up by five at 16-11. A long down-court pass. Kyle couldn't get his feet under him. Maintained possession. Gets it back out top. Here's to Slaw. Back out top, Mayo. Right side, Easley. Easley off the pick from Broden Lean. Pulls up. 12-footer on the way from Charlie. Easley is no good. Ball tapped around and out. And Valpo comes on the run. Nelson gives it up to Diavero. Green to Cricky on the right side. Isolation against Broden Lean. And as Cricky started his spin move in front of the Jackrabbit bench, he lost his footing, took an extra step, turns the ball over. 8.16 to go first half. Jackrabbits with the ball, trailing 16-11. to 11. And Valpo with a late substitution. Checking in is number 11, Emil Frace Villien. He's another one of those five foreign players from Copenhagen, Denmark. Checks into the lineup for Valpo. Mayo hands it off to Easley. Now Broden Lean out on the right side. Gives it up again to Mayo. Mayo drives baseline. Hands it off to Lean. Lean brings it to the lane and then kicks it out top Easley. Off the ball screen. Easley hesitates. Gets cut off. Shot clock at 10 as Zeke Mayo sets it on the right wing. Step back. Long, high, arching three is in and out from Zeke Mayo. That ball hit every part of the rim and came back out top. Diavero, right side, three on the way from Max Nelson. He's a shooter, and William Kyle III gets up strong for the rebound. Tanner Tuslaw quickly into the forecourt. Bounce pass low. Broden Lean gets it out top. Mayo, quick swing, right side. Charlie Easley launches the three, but there was a whistle before the shot. And I believe the foul is going on Valparaiso. As he was, uh, Connor Barrett, I believe, yes, picks up the foul, trying to battle his way through the screen. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, we've got 7.27 to play until halftime, and it's Valpo leading South Dakota State 16-11. This is Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You don't need an illness to need a doctor. Better health care starts with regular wellness checks and a familiar face who knows you. Call your local Sanford Health Clinic to schedule a visit. 7.27 to play here in the first half at N Market Arena. The Hostillo Hoops Community Classic in a relatively brand new arena just opened here in February of this year. There is a hockey rink underneath the floor that's been brought in for the uh, week of basketball. They played women's games here on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. 
Everybody took Thanksgiving off, and now five men's games today, four tomorrow, and four on Sunday. The Jackrabbits will play here today, of course, and then tomorrow afternoon. 7.27 to go until halftime. Valpo leading 16-11 as the Jackrabbits have gone nearly three minutes without scoring. Mayo harassed out top by Diavero. Dribbles to the right wing, gives it up to William Kyle the third. Backdoor cut, nothing there. Kyle the third takes it into the lane, shoots it over Trace Villian. Partially blocked, not called. Ball goes out of bounds to the Beacons. Coming up on seven minutes to play first half. Diavero off the high ball screen, goes back right side. Now they dump it down to Cricky in the lane. Right, check that, that's Trace Villian. The right-handed hook was short off the iron. Mayo clears it and brings it into the forecourt. Hesitates at the free throw line and drives down the lane. There's a whistle and a foul called, but I believe it was before the shot. We will see because Mayo, no, they count the basket. The yellow shot off the board did go in. The whistle was early, but they give him the bucket. And the foul is called on number 35, Kobe King, his first. 6.55 to go, first half. And Mayo with the chance for the and one would get the Jackrabbits within two as they trail right now, 16-14, 16-13, check that. Mayo out of Lawrence, Kansas, connects on his ninth straight free throw of the season. And we have a two-point game. Valpo, 16-14 with the basketball and the lead. Diavero, left side, picks up his dribble. Tricky, right side, gives a ball screen to Quentin Green. They come cross-court to Diavero. Very patient now offense for Valparaiso. Skip pass in the corner. Cricky launches a three. It bounces off the iron, then up to the top of the backboard. Hits the shot clock, which is out of bounds. And so the Jackrabbits will have possession. 6.34 to play, first half. Arians, Apple, Mayo, Kyle the third, and Easley on the floor for the Jackrabbits. Here's Mayo, left side, off the ball screen from William Kyle the third to the free throw line. Pulls up, the 20-footer on the way, just short off the iron. And as William Kyle the third was crashing for an offensive rebound, I believe he was boxed out a little too physically by number 23, Ben Cricky. And Cricky picks up his first personal foul. The Jackrabbits will maintain possession. Jacks just 5 of 15 from the floor here in the first half, but have hit 3 of 7 from behind the stripe. Luke Apple with the ball. Right side. Wild shot on the spin move from the middle of the lane back to the right baseline. He thought he got fouled on the way up. No call that time. And the shot goes out of bounds to Valparaiso. Five team fouls whistled against the Beacons here in the first half. Just a pair. Called against the Jackrabbits as Preston Reedinger gives it up to Max Nelson. Left side, King dumps it down to Cricky. Double team, a quick spin out of it. Quentin Green catches and shoots in front of the Jackrabbit bench. Too strong, easily clears the board. The Jacks want to run. Apple, left side, hesitates. Hard down the left side of the lane. Got caught up in the air, tried to dump it out to Arians on the right side. The Valpo Beacons knock it out of bounds. And the Jacks still have 25 seconds on the shot clock. 5.54 to play first half. Easily swings it left side, Mayo. Now gets it back from Zeke and goes right corner. Apple thought about the three, drives into the paint, kicks it out. Arians has a couple of threes already. That one is just short. Kyle the third tracks down the rebound, takes it strong to the glass, goes up, hits the deck. The ball doesn't go in. No whistle. Play on. 
Valpo comes away with the rebound and moves into the forecourt. Half-court offense. Drive on the baseline. Tries to kick it out. Stolen by Zeke Mayo. Tipped it to Easley. Up ahead. Apple down the left side. He goes strong to the board. Not there. Kyle can't get the tip. And in the battle for the loose ball out of bounds, it'll stay with the blue and yellow as Matthew Moores will check in for the second time this afternoon. So shooting struggles continue for the Jackrabbits. They have missed their last five attempts. They're one of their last nine and haven't scored in three and a half minutes. Arians triggers it in underneath to Apple. Moores, left wing, steps back behind the three. He'll try a three-pointer, and the Jacks are catching fire from behind the stripe as they have now hit four of nine from behind the arc. That one courtesy of Matthew Moores, his first points of the afternoon. And more importantly, the Jacks take a one-point lead, 17-16 over Valpo. Reedinger out top. Nelson looking left side, gets it on the wing to King. King brings it out top. Now goes right side, Reedinger off the ball screen from Cricky. Cross-court pass. King is going to try a three. Charlie easily contested it. But he buries it just before the shot clock goes off. And once again, Valpo's back on top by two at 19-17. Moore's cut off on the baseline. Shoulder down. Muscles his way into the lane. The shot went up softly and was short. Didn't draw iron. Valpo clears it and comes into the forecourt. Reedinger, left elbow, picks up his dribble. Gives it to Nelson. Guarded by Matthew Moore's. Nelson wants somebody to move to the left side. And we've got a timeout called by Valparaiso. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, we have 424 left to play in the first half. Valparaiso with the basketball leading the Jackrabbits by a score of 1917. Working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it, Farm Credit Services of America Agriculture works here. And while here, we're here in Savannah, Georgia. Hopefully many of you are using GoJacks.com on any device, anywhere, anytime, because you can follow SDS, SDSU Athletics on GoJacks.com. Let's do a quick game reset here as the Jackrabbits did not have a fast start to this game as Valpo jumped out to a 7-0 lead early before Alex Arians hit a couple of threes. Jackrabbits are shooting 6 of 21 from the floor, which is just 29%. Valpo hitting 8 of 23 of their field goal attempts here in the first half for 35%. The Jacks have hit 4 of 9 from behind the stripe. Two by Alex Arians and one each from Luke Apple and Matthew Moores. Jackrabbits struggled to hang on to the ball a little bit early in this contest. Have turned the ball over 7 times. 5 turnovers committed in this first half by Valparaiso. And total rebounds about even as the Jackrabbits have a one board edge at 15-14. 4-14 to play here. Jackrabbits travel down here on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. Had a shoot around here in the arena yesterday and then uh, went and had a brief practice at the home court of the Savannah State Tigers yesterday afternoon before having a team Thanksgiving meal and dinner at the hotel last night. Now, of course, gone from last year's team, Douglas Wilson, who graduated, had gone over to play in France, unfortunately did not pass the physical exam over there and has returned to the U.S. 
to get the medical attention he needs to see if he can try it again. Of course, Baylor Shireman transferred to Creighton. David Winget left. He's at Peru State College. Jalen Gentry to Purdue Northwest. Also, Alou Dillon is there, if you remember him from a couple of years ago. And, of course, Noah Friedel traveled, transferred to James Madison. And that's who the Jackrabbits will face here tomorrow afternoon. Back to action. Four minutes to play first half. King gives it up in the corner. Readinger drives into the lane. Dishes outside and an extra step taken by Quentin Green in front of the Jackrabbit bench as he tried to make check that. That's Ibra Bayou was called for the traveling violation, starting to make his move into the paint. Jacks want to... Up the tempo, Zeke Mayo, quick pass, fakes the three, drives into the lane. Matthew Moore cutting from the left side, can't get the finish at the rim. And the rebound comes away to Valpo. Long outlet pass up ahead, Bayou spins, tries to dump it into the lane. William Kyle the third comes up with the steal. We head back the other way. Kyle gets cut off, drives baseline, looking for a pass. And as he was trying to find somebody to fire to, drag that back pivot foot and turns the ball over for the eighth time this afternoon. So Valpo with the basketball and a 19-17 lead. Jackrabbits would like to crank up the tempo of this contest just a little bit, as that seems to be when they play better. But Valpo is being very, very patient in the half-court offense, has taken the shot clock deep into single digits several times here this afternoon. They're doing it again. Bayou on the right wing, dubs it down to Cricky, gets double-teamed, dribbles out of it, cross-court to King, fakes the pass between the legs, dribble down the left side, Zeke Mayo tried to slap it away, shot is up off the iron, no good, and in the battle for the rebound, Matthew Moores gets called for a hook and an elbow on Ibra Bayou. First personal foul on Mi or Moores, check that, Matt Moores, third team foul against the Jackrabbits, 20 seconds goes back on the shot clock. 3.07 to play on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Valpo 19 to Jack 17. Shot was missed by King, and Bayou was there for the tap-in, and Eric Henderson was saying that was still on the orange cylinder, which means it should not have counted. It does. We're under three minutes to play. Valpo up by four. Bounce pass in the lane. William Kyle the third was going up strong with an open step to the rim, and he gets fouled on the way up. And William Kyle the third will shoot free throws. Kyle, a 6'9", 250-pound freshman from Bellevue West High School. This will be his 12th free throw attempt of the season. He has made seven of them. The true freshman connects on the first one. He had a season-high 14 points in the first game of the season against Akron. Was a top-10 prospect in the state of Nebraska. He just keeps getting better and better very athletic, 6'9", 250-pound post player. Kyle III connects on both of his free throws. He's got four points, and the Jackrabbits trail by two at 21-19. Valpo left wing is Preston Reedinger. Out top, Cricky, guarded by Kyle III. Gives it up to Quentin Green. Green dribbles back out. Now gets a bounce pass to Cricky in the right corner. Cricky working on Kyle the third, right baseline. Double team by Arians. Goes up and under the bucket on the reverse layup by Ben Cricky is good. Cricky in double figures with 10. First player to reach that level this afternoon. And a four-point lead. Arians into the lane. The left-hander goes to the right hand as it was contested short off the iron. Reading her on the run, pulls up at the right elbow, kicks it back to the trailer. Ben Cricky, a long three, is off the flat iron of the back, no good. Zeke Mayo brings it down, and he'll bring it into the forecourt. 
Behind the back dribble in the paint, working on reading her. Spins back to the right side, and that floater off the back iron, off the front iron, and pops out. No good. And Mayo just one of six from the floor this afternoon in his 16 minutes of play. Green, nice defensive cutoff by Mims. Swings it back right side, Reedinger. Goes back left side, Quentin Green, left alone. Catch and shoot three is no good. Arians gets up for the rebound, and he'll bring it into the forecourt for the Jackrabbits as they move left to right. 80 seconds to play in the first half. Moores fakes the pass, gives it up to Arians. Fick, quick fake of the pass, and he drives the lane, and the left-handed loader from six feet away is good for Alex Arians, and we've got a two-point game again. 23-21, Valpo with the lead, and Arians has eight. Reedinger out top, looking left side, nothing there. Tricky comes out for the relief. Hesitates, then drives left. Good help defense and a push from the back by Ibra Bayou as Alex Arians went flying to the baseline. And for Bayou, that will be his second personal foul. Luke Apple returns for the Jackrabbits. Matthew Moores will head over to the blue and yellow chairs across the way. 54 seconds to play first half. Jackrabbits at the free throw line as Valpo has committed 17 fouls. It's Alex Arians at the stripe for the first time this afternoon. He's a 74% free throw shooter on the season. Has a season high of 12 points. Connects on the front end of the one and one of course, Alex Arians joined the 1,000-point club at SDSU in the Summit League Championship game last March. That feat was recognized at their first and only home game of the season so far last Saturday against Stephen Austin. Arians connects on both. This is his 96th consecutive start for the Jackrabbits. And we are tied again at 23. King, left wing, between the legs dribble, takes Mayo to the baseline on the left side. Picks it back out, top Cricky swings it right to Diavero. Diavero and a whistle. And we're all kind of wondering what the call was, and I think the call was whistled on Alex Arians, and he's baffled. Eric Henderson is baffled. But it's the fourth team foul against the Jackrabbits, and it was a hold of some sort that was called against Alex Arians. 36.1 on the clock. That's just the fourth team foul committed by the Jackrabbits. So Quentin Green will inbound the ball in front of the Jackrabbit bench. Diavero brings it left side. There's Cricky. Gets the handoff from Cricky. Two-man game. Drives into the paint. Dishes corner. Kobe King backing his way down against Zeke Mayo. Nothing there. Catch and shoot three on the way from Diavero. He misses off the front iron. Mayo pulls away the rebound. Arians on the run. Shot clock is off as we're at 15 seconds. Arians takes it back from Mayo. And the Jackrabbits will set up for the last shot of the first half. Mayo gets a high screen from William Kyle III. Hesitates at the right elbow. Gives it up to Mims. Three shot. Three seconds. Mims fade away on the baseline. Shot is no good at the buzzer. As there was contact and he was a little off balance on the way up. And so we have played 20 minutes of action here in the first half. And it's been sluggish on both ends of the floor. But it's a battle between Valparaiso and the Jackrabbits. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, your halftime score is a tie, 23-23. You're listening to Jackrabbit basketball from Learfield. 
Welcome back inside In Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia. Second half just underway. Jackrabbits in their road lose with the basketball. Tied up at 23 with the Valparaiso Beacons. Dentlinger dumps a pass underneath. William Kyle III drew a crowd of white jerseys as he went up strong on that right baseline. Had the ball knocked, blocked out of bounds. It'll stay with the Jackrabbits. 17 seconds on the shot clock. They'll go four low in the lineup. Arians triggers it in. Allickson comes out top on the right wing and takes it back. Gives it up to Dentlinger out top. Left side, Zeke Mayo off the ball screen from Dentlinger. Drives into the lane. Scoop pass underneath to William Kyle the third, who gives up with, we'll call it a dunk, William. It was a little soft, but the important thing is it goes through. 30 seconds in, and the Jackrabbits have a two-point lead, 25-23. Same starting five on the floor for both teams as Kobe King gives it up right side to Quentin Green. Rejects the ball screen from Nelson, swings it back right side. Preston Rudiger guarded by Alex Arians. Cricky hands it off out top. King hesitates, cut off at the free throw line. Shot clock under five. Cricky, turnaround baseline jumper on the left side is not there. William Kyle the third is, has the rebound, and the Jacks move it into the forecourt. Easily, left wing, drives to the paint. Free throw line, bounce pass. William Kyle the third went up for a little bit more authoritative dunk attempt, but he was fouled on the way up. It's kind of quiet in here. Maybe he heard me talking about being so gentle on the previous one. At that time, he was launched. Relatively slim crowd here at N Market Arena, although the Jackrabbits had 50 tickets available for family and friends. And Director of Operations Tyler Glidden said all 50 were spoken for, so the Jackrabbits probably have the biggest representation of fans here in N Market Arena. Again, this is the second of five games on this court here this afternoon. Kyle the third makes his first free throw, and he is four of four from the stripe, and the Jackrabbits, their biggest lead of the afternoon, even though it's just four, it's 27-23 as they come out of the locker room playing with a little bit more intensity than what we saw in the first half. The tryptophan may have worn off. Valpo with the basketball. King out top, hesitates. Looks for Cricky down low. Gets it in the corner. Connor Barrett launches a three off the front iron. No good. Zeke Mayo is there for the rebound on the right side. Quickly into the forecourt. Arians gives it back to Mayo. Swings it right side easily. Looks, moves it back. Mayo, a long three from the right wing. Off the flat iron. Charlie easily flashes down the lane for the rebound. Gets the putback, and the Jacks go up by six. 29-23, 18-10 to play, and we've got a whistle and a quick timeout called by Valparaiso. We'll step aside as well as the Dakota Bank scoreboard shows the Jackrabbits leading 29-23, 18-12 to play here in the second half. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball. On the Jackrabbit Sports Network, the Dakota Bank scoreboard shows SDSU now leading by six, 29-23 over Valparaiso. In the Hostelo Hoops Community Classic, coming to you from Savannah, Georgia. Blue is freedom to choose the doctors you want. Blue is affordable with plans to fit your budget because Blue is Medicare Advantage from Wellmark Advantage Health Plan. Get all-in-one plans with the confidence of being covered by Wellmark. Find the plan that's right for you at wellmark.com slash swish. Well, after that putback by Charlie Easley, Matt Lodick was up quickly to call a timeout to get his troops regrouped and to try to stem the momentum here as the Jackrabbits come out 
in the first minute and 48 seconds of the second half and score the first six points to break that 23-all tie and have a six-point lead. King out top, guarded by Charlie Easley. Goes left side, Easley moves up on him even tighter. Drives left side of the lane, Easley, great defensive position, forces King to step back and fade away from eight, knocks it down, first points of the half for the Beacons. Here's Zeke Mayo on the left side, William Kyle the third, doubled, gets it down underneath, Matt Dentlinger, great move underneath with the left hand, goes up and off the glass from underneath the rim to maintain that six-point cushion. King, right side, working on Charlie Easley. This time he's called for a carry by official Bianca Burns as he had a hesitation, got that hand underneath, turned the ball over, and is called for a carry. Turnover, number eight, committed by Valpo. That matches the total turnovers by SDSU. None in this half, and as I say that, Here's a steal by Preston Rudiger. He pulls up, launches a long three. It's off the iron, not there. The rebound comes out to Max Nelson. He kicks it out to Green, and now a three on the way from in front of the Valpo bench by King is not good. So a couple of misses. Arians brings it back on the run. Left side, pulls up at the wing. Bounce pass down low. Dentlinger gets double teamed, gets it out to Zeke Mayo. He fakes the three, drives right side, goes all the way to the rim. He got hit in the head. Can't believe there was no call. He lost the handle of it. Actually hit his foot and goes knocked out of bounds. And Mayo frustrated that nobody saw him get hit in the head. And Valpo has the ball. Under 17 minutes to go. 31-25. Jackrabbits with the lead. King right side guarded by Easley. Gives it up to Cricky who's got Dentlinger on him. Green steps back behind the screen and knocks down the three-pointer for Valpo. 31-28, 16 and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Arians rejects the screen, goes down the left side, puts a shoulder into Quentin Green, pushed off and gets called for the offensive foul. His first and the first team foul against the Jackrabbits here in the second half. Connor Barrett. Checks into the lineup for Matt Lodick and Valparaiso. He replaces Kobe King. Still only have, uh, well, King and Cricky have 10 each for Valpo. 10 points. The only player in double figures for the Jackrabbits is Arians. And Cricky just added to his total with an eight-foot jump shot. By the left-hander, he's got a dozen. And we've got a one-point game. It's 31-30 Jackrabbits. Dentlinger, top of the key, brings it left side Mayo. Dribbles out top, now backs it away to set an offense. Dentlinger, double team, draw, draw, dribble drive into the lane, kicks out right side. Charlie Easley, number 30, knocks down a three. So the Jackrabbits getting some confidence from behind the stripe here the last couple of games as Easley knocks that one down and puts the Jacks back up by four at 34-30. Green gets it back out top. Max Nelson back to Green. Another three-pointer on the way. That one off the mark, off the right side of the iron, goes out of bounds to the baseline. And with 15.29 to play here in the second half on the Dakota Bank scoreboard, it's SDSU 30, Valpara SDSU 34, Valparaiso 30. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. We're back inside in Market Arena, Savannah, Georgia. Savannah has a reputation as the most haunted 
city in America. I cannot say I've seen any spirits or ghosts yet. There were a lot of people wandering around River Street and downtown Savannah late yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening. Here inside on the Dakota Bank scoreboard, SDSU leading by four, 34-30 with 15-29 to play in regulation. Charlie Easley has been a spark here in the second half. He's hit both of his attempts from the floor, one on a putback, one on a three-pointer, has five points, and has helped the Jackrabbits take that four-point lead. Jacks with the basketball. William Kyle III gives it up to Arians. Dentlinger works on Cricky on the low left block, spins, gets double teamed, finds Kyle the third underneath. He's double teamed. He goes up and under the rim, and the right hand reverse off glass is good for William Kyle the third. Matching the biggest lead of the afternoon for the Jacks, it's 36 30 as we hit 15 minutes to play here in the second half. Cricky straight on three, in and out of the rim, comes out to William Kyle the third. He and Charlie Easley finally decide who's going to take the basketball, and the Jacks have it. Easley, Dentlinger, left baseline. Again, bangs into Cricky, anticipates the double team. Easley out top, fakes the three, gives it up to Arians on the right side. Now Zeke Mayo, he dumps it down to William Kyle III, right baseline isolation. Kyle III spins back baseline, fakes, goes up and under, and comes around the rim with another little baby hook for William Kyle III. He's got ten points. And back-to-back -back buckets for the freshman from Bellevue. Biggest lead of the afternoon, 38-30 for the Jackrabbits. Nelson gives it up to Diavero. Diavero drives down the left side, cut off by Arians. Bounce pass in the middle of the lane is stolen by Dentlinger. The Jacks have a three-on-two. William Kyle the third from the right side went up for a dunk, came up short, but I believe he was fouled, and he hit the deck hard. He's still down. Now being helped up by Easley and Dentlinger. I think he may be just a little bit sore. He's got his hands on his knees, bent over, trying to catch his breath and make sure everything's okay down there as the uh, foul was whistled on Maximus Nelson as the Jacks had a three-on-two and the dish from Dentlinger to William Kyle III on the right side. He was going to go up for a rim bender and drew the contact. So Kyle III goes back to the free-throw line. He's got a dozen, four of seven from the floor. And after making the first free throw, he's a perfect 5 of 5 from the stripe in his 20 minutes of action. Also has four rebounds on the afternoon. Looking to make it a 10-point lead for the Jackrabbits if he converts. And that one is short off the iron, so the lead stays at 9, 39-30. Valpo looks to push. Diavero dribbles to the left side. Gives it up to King. King, top of the key, drives left side against Easley. Jump stop from six feet away, and King, off the spin move, hits the jump shot for the Beacons. King has a dozen. Easily cut off in the paint. Gets it out to Matt Mims. Skip pass. Dentlinger out top. Mayo. Mayo drives into the lane. He's got Riedinger all over him. Gets a scoop shot up and under off the iron, off the board. It hangs on the rim and falls through for Zeke Mayo giving him five points, and the Jacks are back up by nine at 41-32. 13-20 to play, second half, as King drives right baseline on Easley, gets cut off, gives it up to Cricky. Spins on Dentlinger, now he goes left side, Diavero. Diavero hesitates. Back in front of his own bench, it's Connor Barrett launching a three, and that finds the bottom of the net. Three-pointer good 
to make it a six-point margin. Jackrabbits with the lead and the basketball. Just under 13 minutes to play. Easily gives it up to Dentlinger. Right side Mayo. Mims on the right baseline. Gets attacked from behind. Dribbles out of it to the free throw line. Gives it up to Easley. Tough drive down the lane. Shot clock at 10 as William Kyle III hands it off to Mayo. Bounce pass to Mur uh, Kyle Murray in the lane. His floater off the back iron no good. Cricky clears the rebound and here come the Beacons. Formerly known as the Crusaders, they changed their nickname about three or four years ago and are now the Valpo Beacons as Kobe King had some hesitation underneath on the low block, goes up strong to get the bucket. And immediately after it went through, there is a timeout called by Valparaiso. That will also be a media timeout on the Dakota Bank scoreboard with 12.25 to play. Second half, the Jackrabbits leading Valpo 41-37. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Hey, I do know that a few of you out there are using this today. The Jackrabbit app is your home for all things SDSU athletics. Access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, plus in-game updates and live audio and video. Visit gojacks.com app and download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device right now. 12.25 to play. Al-Bahi with you courtside in Savannah, Georgia at the Hostelo Hoops Community Classic where the Jackrabbits are leading the Valparaiso Beacons right now by four at 41.37. The Jackrabbits with the basketball, 12.25 on the clock. Matthew Moores, Alex Arians, Zeke Mayo, Luke Apple, and Matt Mims on the floor for the blue and yellow Jackrabbits. Into the forecourt, it's Arians on the right wing. Dumps it down to Apple. Immediately gets double teamed in the corner. Tries to dribble out of it. He's in trouble. He gave it up. Gets it across court. Matt Mims fakes the three. Step back three. Partially blocked and tracked down by Cricky as Connor Barrett got a hand, got a piece of the shot from Mims. Into the forecourt for the Beacons. It's Barrett. Gets it back out top. Cricky. He swings it left side to Diavero. Diavero will bring it back out near midcourt and set the offense on the right side. Kobe King, turnaround jumper from the free throw line. Front iron, back iron, no good. Cleared by Zeke Mayo. Right side, Mims. Mims, bounce pass. Luke Apple dribbles into a double team. Gets attacked by Ibra Bayou, and Bayou takes it away from him. Apple glaring at the officials, thinking there was physical contact. that should have been whistled there. No call, we play on. Diavero picks up his dribble at the top of the key, guarded by Mayo. King, now right baseline, iso for Cricky. He gets double teamed. They swing it left side. Diavero drives left side onto the baseline. Turn around, gets cut off, out to Cricky. Shot clock at six as Cricky is at the free throw line. Gives it up to Connor Barrett. The give and go stolen by Zeke Mayo. Matt Moores with a quick behind-the-back dribble. Three on two. Mayo fakes the three, dribbles in, kicks it right side. Matt Mims all alone for the three-pointer, and Mimsy nails it. Jack Rabbits. Starting to do the damage from behind the stripe. Back up by seven. 44-37. 10.50 to play. Second half. First points of the afternoon for Matt Mims. Connor Barrett to Cricky. Out top. Now Diavero. Jab step. Skip pass to the corner. This is Bayou. Works on Matt Moores on the right baseline. Gets it out top. Connor Barrett. Now he'll swing it to the other side. Cricky at the top of the key. Gives it up to Diavero. Deep in the shot clock again. Moores comes up with a steal. As he picked the pocket of Diavero as the shifty point guard driving down the left side of the lane. Didn't anticipate big number 11 getting the mid in there. Pulls that ball away. And then Diavero out of frustration 
commits the personal foul, trying to get it back, and that's the third team foul by the Beacons. So the Jackrabbits with the basketball, leading by seven. They've led by as many as nine here in the second half after being tied 23 all at the break. Moores all alone for a three-pointer from the left wing, no good. Off the back iron, too strong. Nelson cleared the rebound, and the Beacons escape that opportunity. Cricky goes right side. Green gets it back to Cricky. Now left side, Reedinger. Off the ball screen. Drives down the right side of the lane. Moore stands his ground, and he draws the offensive foul. Good help defense as Matthew Moore steps across the lane from the left low block. Got both feet in position. Hands straight up in the air. Stays planted, and Reedinger has called for the offensive foul. Four team fouls against the Beacons. One foul whistled against the Jackrabbits here in the second half. Under 10 minutes to play as the Jackrabbits go into that three-man weave on the right side. Moore spins between the legs, goes down the right side of the lane, attacking the rim, draws contact, and Matthew Moores will go to the free-throw line. Second personal foul on Maximus Nelson. Moores, 6'7", 230-pounder. Of course, out of Yankton High School, did a redshirt year at Wisconsin. Steps to the free throw line and buries the first one. 45-37 as Kobe King returns to the lineup. For the Beacons, Moores with four points on the afternoon. He hit a three-pointer in the first half. Connects on both free throws and he's got five. William Kyle III leads the Jackrabbits with 13 points here this afternoon. Moore's going for a steal out front as he anticipated the pass coming to Maximus Nelson, but unfortunately as the right arm came across like a D-back knocking away a pass, he got some flesh along with it, and Moore's picks up the foul. 9.36 to play on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. The Jacks lead 46-37. Reedinger quickly takes it left side, now gives it up to Kobe King. He's got his hip against Matt Dentlinger, dribbles left wing, pull-up jumper is good, and that's a nice, smooth shot by Kobe King from 17 feet away. King has 16 points to lead all scores here this afternoon. Moores may have gotten away with a shuffle of the sneakers there. Gets the ball back, tried to spin in the lane, lost the handle, turned the ball over. Here come the Beacons, trailing by seven at 46-39. Maximus Nelson, a straight on three, is short off the front iron. The ball comes straight down into the hands of Zeke Mayo, who brings it into the forecourt. Mims left side, gives it back to Mayo out top. He's guarded by Reedinger. Now Moores gives it up to Mims. Dribble drive through the lane, kicks it back out Aaron. Shot clock at 15. Mayo rejects the screen, step back on the way. That's a two-pointer. Just inside the three-point stripe, and a nice move and a nice shot by Zeke Mayo. He's got seven. And the Jackrabbits go back up 48-39, matching their biggest margin of the afternoon, a nine-point lead. Reedinger cut off by Mims, spins it back, bounce pass on the right baseline. Cricky over Dentlinger, can't get it, and Zeke Mayo pulls down another rebound. That's his tenth board of the afternoon for number two, Mayo. Thought about the three, jab step, then gives it up to Matt Moore's left baseline. He's working on Max Nelson, goes into the lane, a whistle, and I believe Moore's was called for the travel since we're not going to the free throw line. Turns the ball over. 
Just the third turnover of the half after the Jackrabbits turned it over eight times in the first 20 minutes. 48-39, Jackrabbits lead it by nine as Preston Rudinger gives it up to Maximus Nelson. Left side, Kobe King drives baseline on Arians, backing his way down. Good help defense by Kyle Murray III, slaps the ball away, but King able to maintain possession and then goes up for the six-footer and nestles it through. 7.40 to play. 48-41, Jackrabbits with the lead and a hard drive down the right side of the lane by Matt Dentlinger with soft touch off the glass to the finish. First points of the afternoon for Dentlinger. Puts the Jacks back up by nine at 50-41. Beacons throw the ball away out front and hey, AARP of South Dakota knows that everything is better past 50 that's where we're at. We've got a media timeout. The under eight breaks, 719 on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. The Jackrabbits leading Valpo 50 to 41. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Back in Savannah, Georgia. Al Bahi with you at N Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia. And the Jackrabbits leading Valparaiso 50 to 41. With 7.19 to play here in the second half. Both teams still in their timeout huddle. South Dakota Farm Bureau, one of our sponsors. Some of us grew up playing with tractors, and the lucky ones are still doing it. Farmers and ranchers are providing safe, affordable food for your table. The South Dakota Farm Bureau. Jackrabbits break the huddle with Matt Mims. Tanner Teslaw, Matt Dentlinger, Alex Arians, and William Kyle III on the floor here this afternoon. Apologize for my inattention here for a moment. Lost some stats, but we're getting them back loaded up on the computer again. But more importantly, the Jacks have the basketball with 15 on the shot clock. Mims launches a long straight on three, rolls it around the iron and out. And the Beacons come away with it. Nick Edwards, number five, making his first appearance of the afternoon. He's a fifth-year senior. Likes to drive. Gives it up. Now it's Ben Cricky working on the right side against Dentlinger. Hands it off to Kobe King. King has had a hot hand here in the second half. Spin move into the lane. Contested very well by Arians. It's short off the iron, and the Jackrabbits come away with the board. Still leading by nine at 50-41. to 41. Coming up on six and a half to go in the contest. Teslaw, right side in front of the Jackrabbit bench. Brings it out top. Lost the handle, but Mims is there to pick it up. Arians on the left wing. Lob pass down low. William Kyle the third. Cross court. Tanner Teslaw. Three-pointers. Too strong, but Kyle the third is there for the rebound. And we've got bodies on the floor as Quentin Green had lost his footing and went down. And that's the same direction Kyle the third was headed as he came down with the rebound. Managed to avoid what could have been a bad situation. Everybody's up and okay, and the uh, the broom boy is out, sweeping things off, cleaning things up, making sure we've got a dry floor. 20 on the shot clock as the Jackrabbits will inbounds from the baseline. William Kyle the third hands it off to Mims. Now gives it to Arians on the wing. Dentlinger gave it up on the cutter, and as Mims takes the handoff from Dentlinger, Nick Edwards goes crashing through the screen of Matt Dentlinger and picks up the foul. And that is the seventh team foul of the half against the Beacons, which will put Matt Mims at the line for a one-and-one. One. Mims has been to the stripe 12 times so far this season. A couple of dribbles as he eyes up the first one. 
And he has still only missed one free throw on the year. 11, now 12 of 13 from the stripe. And his fourth point of the afternoon as he hit a key three here earlier in the second half. Jacks have their biggest lead of the afternoon at double digits now at 10, leading 51-41 over Valparaiso. Second one was no good off the back iron. Cricky on the right side, isolation against Dentlinger. He's a left-hander, into the paid. Kicks it to the corner, Max Nelson. He tries a three, nope, it's a two. They call it a two from the corner for Max Nelson to get the Beacons back within eight at 51-43. PA announcer did not get the signal that it was only a two. Still got his shrill screech in for the three-pointer. Mims, bounce pass on the pick and roll to Matt Dentlinger. Right side is good. Nice pick and roll play by the Jackrabbits. Pushes the lead back to 10 at 53-43. Just under five and a half to go in the contest. Much better second half of play here by the Jackrabbits. And Quentin Green from deep in the corner in front of the Valpo bench. And yes, that one is a three. 53-46. Jacks by seven as Arians works down to the right block. Kicks it back out to Teslaw. The slaw behind the back dribble gives it back to Arians in front of the Jackrabbit bench right side. William Kyle the third takes a strong move down the right side of the lane off the glass. No good, but he drew contact and that foul will go against Maximus Nelson, which is his third personal. Eighth team foul. So this will be a two shot foul. It was a shooting foul here for William Kyle the third. Kyle with 13 points on the afternoon. He's 4 of 8 from the floor, has hit 5 of 6 from the free throw line, and has 6 rebounds in 24 minutes of action. Connects on the first free throw. 54-46. We're one second below the 5-minute mark of the second half. Kyle with the blue sneakers. Eyes up the second free throw. Knocks that one down. He's only missed one this afternoon, and the Jacks are back up by 9. 55-46, Nick Edwards, left side, hesitates, drives to the baseline, a high floater over William Kyle III is no good, he changed the shot because of it, the Jacks come away with it, Arians gives it to Dentlinger, they go right side, Matt Mims, Mims behind the back dribble to the right wing, kicks it back out top, Dentlinger swings left side, Arians, now to Slaw in the left corner, tried to get a bounce pass to William Kyle III, it went off a foot, but they didn't call a kick, Quentin Green had his Yellow sneakers kick the leather out of bounds. And Tanner Teslaw checks out of the ball game as number two Zeke Mayo is back in for the Jackrabbits. Kyle the third on the left baseline. Dribbles, hesitates, into the lane, fakes a shot, comes back to the left side, goes up with the left hand. It's no good. And amongst three white jerseys, Matt Dentlinger comes away with the offensive board. He was stuck underneath, gets it kicked out to Zeke Mayo. Mayo drives into the lane, fakes, spins one way, spins the other way, kicks it back out top to Arians. They still have seven on the shot clock. Arians rifles a pass. Mayo, jab step to his left and buries the 18-foot jumper for Zeke Mayo. Mayo is a point away from a double-double, nine points and ten rebounds as we're under four minutes to go on the contest, and the Jacks lead at 57-46, biggest lead of the afternoon. Pull-up jumper on the left baseline by Quentin Green is good. Green, just five points this afternoon as the Beacons are being led by Kobe King with 18. William Kyle III has 15 to lead the Jackrabbits. 10 for Arians all in the first half. Here's Arians on the right block, gets cut off, hesitates, 
Brings it back out. Now drives left across the lane. Can't get the left-handed floater to go. And Valpo comes away with a rebound. They trail by nine. In the corner, that's been the hot spot. That was partially blocked by Zeke Mayo. Matt Lodick said there was flesh, there was contact. We need a foul call. And at the other end, it's William Kyle at third. Going up for the two-handed jam. And the Jacks are back up by 11 at 59-48. Good transition basketball by SDSU. And William Kyle III, 17 points, has established a new season and career high. Three-pointer on the way by Maximus Nelson goes off the front iron and over the backboard out of bounds. The Jackrabbits will have the basketball when we come back. On the Dakota Bank scoreboard, there's 2.50 to play in the contest. And the Jackrabbits lead by 11 at 59-48. This is Jackrabbit basketball from Learfield. Welcome back inside End Market Arena in Savannah, Georgia, where the Jacks have just dispatched Valparaiso by a final score of 61 to 50. And hey, regular wellness visits with a primary care provider at Sanford Health can lead to better overall health because better health care starts with a familiar face who knows you, your concerns, and your goals. Find the right provider for your needs at sanfordhealth.org. We are joined here courtside by who will be announced later. As our player of the game, it's the true freshman from Bellevue, Nebraska, young man by the name of William Kyle III. Can I call you WK3? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> We've been trying to figure that yeah. out all season long, so uh, I haven't done it yet. Just need to get your permission to do it, but hey, that was, that was a great second half. First half was a little bit sluggish. Talk yeah. a little bit about what happened in the first half. Tell me what you can about the conversation in the locker room at halftime and what instigated that outburst in the second half by the entire team? Uh, well, definitely the, the first half was uh, pretty slow. Uh, I feel like we were, like Coach said, more going against our offense because we were, we were doing pretty good on defense, but we, could, we just couldn't get anything to drop right away. But I feel like what changed in the second half was definitely our energy. We had some, some big plays, Matthew Moore taking charges, Mims getting some loose balls and stuff like that, and Charlie crashing the old boards just gave us energy. Uh, obviously, there's not a huge crowd here, so we have to create our own energy. So I feel like by creating that energy, we were able to go on a little bit of a little bit of a run. Yeah, there's no question. It was a little bit of a flat first half, not just by you, but really by both teams. And I think part of that, like you said, is you like to feed off the energy of the crowd. And when it's not there, you got to make your own. It was clearly evident those first few minutes of the second half. You guys come out and score six straight. Your defensive intensity was cranked up, and I, I think that really kind of set the tone for you in the second half. And as, as many coaches will say, that offense starts at the defensive end of the floor, too, right? Yeah, of course. The defense wins championships. Well, let's talk a little bit about your individual line today. 17 points, new season and career high for you, 5 of 10 from the floor, but 13 of your points came in the second half, William. Talk a little bit about how you guys set it up and uh, what the game plan was for you to get more involved in that second half. Uh, I feel like uh, for the game plan, we were trying to get, definitely get a lot of post touches. Uh, we saw that they were doubling off the post, so I felt uh, like I found myself getting uh, under the defense, and uh, my teammates give them credit. They uh, they uh, they were able to find me a lot. So we have a, we have a very very unselfish team. So we we're all finding each other, finding the open man, uh, uh, and I got I got some touches from my teammates. So uh, that definitely helped with the scoring and stuff. So we were just able to I feel like break down the defense by uh, finding the open man and who was doubling, and that's how I feel like. 
contributed to our run in the second half as well. Now, also, they switched up their starting lineup coming out here tonight. They started two guys that hadn't started a game yet yeah. before. Did that uh, throw a little bit of a wrinkle? Because you don't have a lot of time to know about that, but all your scouting and prep has been for those other two guys to be in the lineup, and then they throw in Preston Rudinger and, and Maximus Nelson yeah. into the starting lineup. Did that uh, throw you guys off kilter at all in, in the first half? I don't feel like it threw us off at all. I feel like, uh, obviously, the I was guarding Maximus Nelson. Uh, it's it's a, two different play styles, but we just he's more of a pick-and-pop big, I feel like. So we just had to have a little bit more urgency getting back to a shooter and getting a hand in his face. Got to talk to you about a couple of plays here in the second half. The first one was early in the first half. You went up. I called it a dunk. It was a little soft. <laughs> it was a little gentle. But the next time, you must have heard me because you came down and put one down with authority. Yeah. When you, you look for those opportunities, and, and what's that feel like for you when you get those chances? Uh, I, I know uh, our coach likes to say a dunk isn't worth two points. It's, it definitely brings the team a lot of energy, and it definitely brings me energy. Uh, I feel like when I get a play like that, like it gives you like that extra bit of momentum, I feel like. Well, you certainly brought it today, and it was fun to see you had one that you also got fouled on when you are going up strong, when you guys had a three-on-two break. So uh, let me just quick run through your individual scoring line. We mentioned 17 points, 5 of 10 from the floor, 7 of 8 from the free throw line, had six rebounds, uh, didn't have any assists today, but that's, that's a pretty good line for 29 minutes of action. Yeah. So uh, what's on the plan now for the rest of today? Uh, you got to come back here tomorrow and face a James Madison team that uh, likes to get up and down the floor. Well, uh, we're going to go back to the hotel, get showered up. I'm sure uh, we'll watch some film and stuff and uh, look at this team. This is definitely going to be a fun matchup, I feel like. we got to get mentally prepared uh, and just come out and hopefully get a win tomorrow. All right. Appreciate your time, William Kyle III. Congratulations. Thank and we'll you. Uh, have some more fun again tomorrow doing this. Yep. Thanks for having me. All right. William Kyle III, he is also our player of the game, brought to you by FMC. FMC Ag Solutions, advancing chemistry to advance agriculture at ag.fmc.com. William Kyle III is our player of the game. 17 points, 6 rebounds, 13 of his points came after the break as the Jackrabbits put together an impressive second half showing and pull away to beat Valparaiso by a score of 61 to 50. The Brookings Country Club is located on Scenic Lake Campbell and features dinner, networking, live music, and more. Call 693-4316 to make your reservation at the Brookings Country Club. And have you tried Ears Up? It's the new easy-drinking, smooth, premium beer designed by Jackrabbits for Jackrabbits. Crafted locally at Fernson Brewing Company, humbly made with people in mind because beer tastes better when it's made for you. When our First Dakota National Bank postgame show continues, we'll take a look at stats from today's game. We've also got our play of the game, our defensive player of the game to select. And we'll also hear from head coach Eric Henderson. We'll do that when we come back. This is the First Dakota National Bank postgame show, and you're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. All right, welcome back to the First Dakota National Bank postgame show, and we've got head coach Eric Henderson courtside with us to talk about this one. He called it a chugger. We'll get to that in just a minute, at least for the first half. But our postgame chat with Coach Hendo, presented by Kubota for Earth for Life. So, Hendo, let's go back to that first half. You know, I, I, you sat down and I said, hey, that was a great second half. And he goes, yeah, the first half was kind of a chugger. Tell me a little bit more about what the struggles were in that first half to get going. Yeah, you know, it was. But it, I was really proud of our guys in the sense that, you know, we stayed connected. 
because we were making a lot of mistakes. There was no flow um, for us offensively. But we were, we were fighting. We were connected, but it wasn't easy for us. You know what I mean? It was, you know, there's not a lot of good energy, yeah. just a lot of blah. And um, we didn't lose our mind, you know. They, they were kind of up two to six or maybe even seven one time. And, and we just stayed, stayed true to ourselves and, hey, let's get stopped. It's not real easy on the offensive end for us. Didn't have a lot of emotion, but we hung in there. You know, we held them to, you know, we shot 26% in the first half, and we were tied, you know. So we go into the locker room, and you have to tell them, you know, hey, it, you know, obviously it didn't feel great for anybody. Right. But, but, but we did some good things, too. Yeah. We, we really fought defensively. We talked a little bit about in the pregame show about how these holiday classics have some pluses and minuses, and I think one of the minuses is you don't have the crowd energy yeah. to feed from, and, and we all we, we know how much that contributes for the Jackrabbits, whether we're on the road or at home. And granted, we had more fans in here than anybody. Yeah. You know, used all 50 of the tickets, but your players then have to bring that energy. And William Kyle talked a little bit about it with the dunks. You know, you've you got to step up and, and do it yourself. Who's your emotional intensity leader that gets that going for you? Well, we have a couple guys, obviously, you know, Charlie's pl energy plays. You know, if you remember back to that St. Bonaventure game, yeah. his defensive tips led out to some easy baskets. I mean, you talk about bringing energy, brought the crowd into yeah. it, brought his teammates into it. So Charlie's done that, and I thought he did that again tonight. You know, he made that three early in the second half, got an offensive rebound put back in the second half, did a good job on Kobe King early in the second half. Those were all energy plays that gave our team some life, gave our team some energy. Mimsy does a really good job, you know, of bringing some more vocal energy where, where he can get up and maybe pressure the point guard. I thought he did a really good job. We didn't have a ton of fouls. We said, go ahead and pick him up, and I thought that caused a turnover. Our guys got more into it, you know, and those are things when you are in an environment like this that are so important, and we need to do it from the start, but not the start of the second half. Yeah, yeah. Well, your second half, you really came out with more intensity. Those first six quick points, you could tell the defensive intensity was there. Matthew Moore's, I thought, came up and yeah. it was a nice spark, drawing some charges, attacking the rim, getting some rebounds. I mean, he's a physical ball player when, when you get him going. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's been fun to watch Matt, you know, obviously. Um, he's still getting comfortable with us, you know, and finding his niche and finding his way to continue to make impacts on our team. And that's what... That's, the, that's my favorite part about this group, is we're, 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 we're going to be a work in progress and we're, until, who knows when, you yeah. know? And I think this team will eventually find its true identity and roles. Um, but we're still searching for some of that right now. And it was fun to watch Matthew, you know, come in and still have confidence to take that shot. Took it downhill, made a, like you said, had, you know, made an energy play by taking a charge. So it's fun to watch our guys and see how they can continue to make impacts on our team. Well, I want you to help me talk about our defensive player of the game because you made a great point about it. Our defensive player of the game is presented by DeKalb. Whenever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn. Had a couple of candidates for that one. You know, you talk about Charlie Easley playing good position defense on Kobe King. We talked, uh, you know, William Kyle III changes shots, blocks shots down in there, does a great job on the defensive glass. Charlie Easley, always a solid all-around defensive effort. And Matt Mims chasing down some loose balls as well. But I asked you who it would be, and you said Matt Dentlinger. Tell me why you picked Matt as the defensive player of the game, because after you explained it, I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Cricky kid, the big kid inside, you know, he was fourth in the country in scoring. And, um, you know, he led, you know, the Missouri Valley Conference last year in scoring. And, 
And um, I do think he's a big part when he's got things going. They're, they're a really good basketball team and have proven to beat some really good teams. And so we really challenged Matt. You know, he had 10 points in the first half. And Matt did a great job of forcing him off the block and, and making his catches really, really hard. And then when he did, really challenged him. And, and um, so I, I just thought his effort and his, uh, you know, focus and attention to detail with that and, and understanding how important it was, I thought he did what, you know what, I thought he was terrific. Well, as you mentioned, Matt held Cricky to two points in the second half, one of five shooting from the floor. So definitely stepped it up and did it. So the last guy I want to ask you about is just the, the quiet confidence that Zeke Mayo has and what he brings to this team as far as stepping up, a double-double for him this afternoon, 11 rebounds, would he finish with 11 points, 13 rebounds. So just, just a great but somewhat quiet afternoon for Zeke. Yeah, I, I mean, Zeke is, uh, you know, he's such a fun player to watch. You know, it's, he's really smooth, you know what I mean? And, and um, sometimes it always, doesn't always look like he's engaged like he needs to be, but that's his personality, you know, and, and um, he needs to continue to develop into that go-to guy for us, and, and uh, he made some huge shots down the stretch, and, you know, the guys focus on him, and they're trying to take him away, and, and Zeke's still finding his niche and, and to be – the number one guy on the scouting report instead yeah. of the third, fourth, or fifth guy on the scouting report, you know. So that's what, that's, but that's what I mean about this team. And Zeke's a big part of our growth, like Matthew Moore's is, is, is you know, getting comfortable with that. Getting comfortable with, no, Zeke Mayo's the guy that we're going to try to take away tonight. Not, oh, we're going to take away Doug. We're going to take away Baylor. We're going to do this. We're going to yeah. do that. No, 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 no. It's Zeke Mayo. Yeah. And, and so – that's really important for, for Zeke to understand and for him to continue to grow and, and uh, really get more comfortable as the season goes on. One more question before I let you go. Uh, some of the coaches and I came over and we watched James Madison, the team that you face tomorrow. Those guys like to get up and down the floor. There's no shot clock necessary. They're looking to push tempo. They're looking to launch shots, and, and they scored 100 points again this afternoon. So what are your thoughts on them going into tomorrow? Yeah, you know, obviously they've had a great start to the year. I don't know a ton about them, to be honest with you, Al. I, I kind of it, – it's kind of my, 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 my niche to wait till this game's over, the, the current game you have, until, until I watch some film. But I'll spend plenty of time this afternoon and tonight watching them. I know – you know, we got to do a good job of protecting the paint. They try to really, really spread you out, play a little bit of five-out motion where they really open up driving lanes, and then they, then they want to either finish at the basket um, or, or kick it out for threes. They're going to be a team that shoots a ton of threes, um, and we got to make sure we take certain guys' threes away and then do a good job of rebounding the basketball. we still got to be true to us, still got to understand, uh, you know, who we are. But, we, you, you know, I go back to the Saint, you, you know, the Stephen F. Austin game. We let them score in multiple ways. Um, you know, obviously tonight they didn't even shoot a free throw. Right. And so we got to continue to do that, play without fouling, limiting something for the other team. And, and you know, our, our guys understand that, and they really did a great job tonight. So we'll see what we want to take away from uh, um, James Madison tomorrow and compete like crazy and see what happens. It's always fun to watch them play. I, I will qualify. They scored 100 points, but they played Coastal Georgia Division II school. So let's just make sure everybody's clear <laughs> on the level of competition that they played today. Hendo, thank you so much. Congratulations on win number three of the season, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it again tomorrow. Sounds good, Al. I appreciate you, pal. All right. Head coach Eric Henderson with our post-game chat presented by Kubota for Earth for Life. When we come back, we will run through the final statistics from this game. We'll take a look at the three-pointers. We'll uh, check out some of the other Summit League games that are going on and wrap this thing up from Savannah, Georgia. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. <laughs> 